Welcome to Groovy Black Millennial Podcast, where you have your hosts, Nisha and Lisa. On our show, we will have guests and answer questions from our lovely listeners like you. We will cover topics ranging from art, current events, and adulting. Tune in and connect. One One time time for for the culture. Hello. Yeah. You be sounding like somebody unseen getting on the phone. <laughs> Hello. Did you call here for a short days? I know, right? Ooh, don't be calling no more. He <laughs> can't imagine it. I hated house phones back in the day. Them house phones used to be something else. Man, I couldn't even get no calls on my house phone. Good plan. Phone. For real? Let me say, I'm trying to think back. <laughs> you know how long it's been since I've like been. Girl, that's crazy. Girl, that's past back, past college, high school, middle school. Girl. Yeah, like back in elementary school. I'll be like, um, I need to ask somebody about something at school. Like, I, my cousin was in the same grade as me, so I'll be like, I need to ask her something. So my, I'll get on the phone with my, I'm really no good with my cousin through my mom and my auntie. And then, like, when the phone would be in, I would answer it. Like, all right, um, my mom on the phone, let me get you back. And then my method number two was I have my cousin, my favorite boy cousin, Marcus. I have him call me. And then he would um have his partner on three-way or whoever. He had a person on three for me. And then, yeah. So he'll call, be like, Lisa home, auntie. And then, well, like, yeah. And then I get the phone, and then I'll be like, what up, y'all? And then he'll hang up. And so, yeah. You see? My kids ain't ready for me, bro. <laughs> you see? You see? America. <laughs> America. <laughs> see how teams play with you? Mm-mm-mm-mm. And I wasn't even doing nothing. It's just my dad used to be hating. Like, I was just always chill and lax, but he just, he don't need nobody calling. Like, they asked it was my friends. And, like, it really was harmless. Like, I really was never really talking to anybody. So it was just really like, just conversation. Like, I just like talking to people. And, you know, guys are cool because they're not a girl and I'm a girl. So it's nice to talk to somebody <laughs> about sex. So it was never really like, oh, that's my boyfriend. But it was just like, I want to talk to them. And my parents, they going to let me talk to them because they're a boy. So. Hey, cuz, call him for me and then call me, or call me and then I'm gonna call him on whatever. Like, figure that's out. That was yeah. That's 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 so scandalous. I feel like, what was your like crime that you did as a child or something like that? Or like, what was the most scandalous thing you did when you was young? And that's light, but that's still too much. I'll be looking at my child like so. You that's really a lot. Know? Like just you know reading them nasty little books and. Oh, watching stuff you weren't supposed to watch on a computer, like the home computer, and Ooh. having to delete the history or um searching stuff you weren't really supposed to be mm-hmm. even knowing about, and having to delete the history from the computer. Deleting mm-hmm. history. And the thing is, computers were so like new. I don't even think my parents would have knew how to look at the history, but get to same, <laughs> same. I knew how to delete it though. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if they were looking at the history, but I knew that I was deleting it. Here you go. I knew the history was bad. I was gonna But it's it. crazy how kids are so like acclimated to um technology like quickly. Like kid like 
getting a new phone. Like I remember I can get a new phone being younger, like 13, 14, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'd just be looking through everything. Like every single thing I would look through and try to experiment with and see what it did. And like when my parents get a phone, they'd be like, I don't know how to work this. Like, you know, it's kind of like a whatever <laughs> thing. And yeah, because my dad just got an iPhone. And I told him, like, just sit there and play around with it for, uh, you know, like an hour or two mm-hmm. and see what, what it does because it's so different. He's never had an iPhone before. So it's interesting. But That's if you gave phone. it to, like, a seven-year-old, the seven-year-old would know more about the phone than you in, like, a week. Yeah, my nephew was like, Grandma, I added my past, my fingerprint to your phone. And I'm like, yo, it was like, yours won't be in mine, Junior. Anyway, <laughs> but I was just like, how do you know I do that? My mom was like, how are y'all fingerprints in here? I'm like, I added mine. Leo added hers. Junior said he figured out how to put his in there. I'm like, I don't know how he did, but he did. Exactly. Um, like, kids do not be playing. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, you're seven. Like, how do you know how to? How do you even know about the fingerprint? He's like, that's how I get in real fast. Like, okay. Do it. I'm telling you, like, kids I, and technology, I, it goes together in, in a weird way. Very weird. It's almost too much. It's like, wait, how you know that? You know what? Give me my phone back because you're doing too much. But it's like. Kids, you know, a lot. Like, I used to put music on my mama and daddy's phones on, on the. <laughs> from line on the computer. Yeah. It wasn't even line wire. Like. You know, YouTube to MP3 converters. Oh, uh, you that girl converted yes, to MP3, put it on the computer, and then put it on that phone because that's how I was getting music on my phone. They were like, How are you getting music? You ain't got to pay for it, and this and this. I'm like, You just download it. That's when I had a Samsung. That's funny. I used it's to written. love having a Samsung, like with my um. I had a note, and I just honestly go to YouTube, like like you just said, YouTube the MP3, put in the link from YouTube and download it, and it would go directly to my phone. Any song you wanted, like it was great because, like, there so was out songs, yeah, certain songs are not on Apple Music, and certain songs will probably never be on Apple Music, but they on YouTube. Girl, like how did, how y'all think I had nasty song on my name iPod back in the day, girl. Nasty song probably ain't never going to Apple Music, and it's probably not there. I mean, it might be there now, but it was not there back then. It was like, YouTube MP3, and then I imported it to my Apple that library or whatever. What it is? Apple Music? It was like iTunes, to my iTunes library, because it wasn't even Apple Music back then, technically. Yeah. My iTunes library, I had to import it, risk going to jail, all that. Like, on back okay. when you could do stuff like that, but Apple's have made it so hard. Like, you can't do anything if it's not through Apple Music, you can't put no music. You can, but you can't. You can put yeah, sounds okay. in there, but it, it's not going to play with the rest of your music. So it's kind of like pointless. Like a file on your phone taking yeah. time, but you can't even access it. They really play this. Look, that's crazy. Technology really changed. I didn't used to experiment on my phone. Like, oh, I could change the color of the font when I take it. Girl, for real. <laughs> like, oh, okay then. And Samsung, you can change the little bubble, the bubble letters. Oh, yeah, you can change the cute. background, screen background, change it with my mood. <laughs> but you have well, to you jailbreak your iPhone time. to do all that. You funny. You said your, according to your mood. See how you had time back in the day? You was like, I'm in a bad mood today. Let me turn this background to red. Exactly. So when I took a screenshot, they're going to know I was in a bad mood. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me show them. Technology is funny. 
We really had time. The most player thing I used to do back in the day, though, was scheduling delivery of my text messages. Girl. I would no. type them up that night, and I have them all sending out in the morning, like 8 o'clock. Everybody get a good morning. And they think it's authentic, but no, I scheduled it last night with all y'all. Send it separate, please. I'll be thinking that on Snapchat. All my stuff going to go together one day. I'm going to be so sad. It's going to turn into a group chat. I'm going to delete my whole Snapchat. <laughs> I'm like, it's even if it's harmless, like I don't want y'all knowing each other. Like, it's something funny, but I don't want y'all laughing together. Y'all my friends. Y'all not friends of each other. So <laughs> you got me going all the way back, girl. For real. Nostalgia. Whew, I needed that. I <laughs> needed that. <laughs> so what's going on with life? Like what's new? What you been doing? What's shaking? Still here working, being essential and whatnot, you know. Thinking of a master plan. All right. I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> Food on my mind. No. Out of everybody I know, I really know you got ideas and stuff that could really pop off. Like, I know you got that. So a lot going on up here in this noggin. A lot. You really could do a lot of stuff. And you know you know people. <laughs> you know you know people. I know people here and there. It's just <laughs> execution. That's always the hardest part. Because you can have the idea and stuff, but you got to push out that. I guess you got to execute it. You got to push out the idea to other people and make it happen. Yeah. And that could be like the stressful part, especially when it takes other people to make things happen too. You know, it's like you trust your drive and dedication, but like your dedication from other people, like, are you going to do this for a month or a week? Exactly. Are you going to be willing to do this for six months? And then we, like, find some, like, okay, it's working or what? And it's just hard to tell people's level of dedication because it's kind of, like, some people be dedicated for the moment, like, temporary satisfaction. Most people, because I've I've been watching a lot on that, and it's just hard for people not to be sometimes. Like, Mm -hmm. it's the momentum. Like, it's really discipline. You have to keep yourself going every day because if you don't, then you're going to stop or you're going to slow down gonna get sidetracked like there's so much so many things that could go wrong if you don't keep yourself on track that's 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 real that's why you got to help people to keep you on track too also very you all you, you do help me a lot you be like all right so what's up and i'll be like all right here's the pressure <laughs> what we need to do tell me like all right let's do it because sometimes I just be like falling off like yeah straight I mean I'll do it tomorrow even TQ she's like set a deadline have that um screenplay finished by July and at mm. first I was like July sound like a long time and but then, it's not it's not like it's really made now like yeah. I probably could finish it this month if I stay on it but like I've literally like I check my edits and stuff like last time I wrote was like so I've been writing like the past few days but like before this like some of my edits was like in March 13th. Like it'd be two weeks and I'll write anything. And then yeah. I come back to it. And I'm like, oh. We, we and it don't write. seem like it's been two weeks. No, I don't feel like two weeks at all. I'm like, July, that's around the corner, girl. I got this. I... But now it's like July really right here. Because if I don't write, I've been writing for the past few days. And according to like how my, um, I guess my momentum work, I might just shut down for another three weeks tomorrow. Who knows? We'll see. You know, but I out of stay on myself to like finish it and get it done so yeah you really gotta keep stay on track of yourself and hold yourself very accountable because it's like if nobody else does it who else is gonna do it 
Nobody. Because that's the difference. That's the difference between doing it and not doing it. Right. Yeah. That's, making that's it and not making it. This week, um, my friend kind of put me in check. He ain't really put me in check because ain't nobody checking me. Like, I'm outside the box. But he really would like put things in perspective because like sometimes it's hard for me to keep the momentum and the motivation to do things that I just really don't find interesting like for example work or even like social media like you know I tell you all the time me and social media really got this love hate thing like I can be on social media and just talking and chatting all day but when it comes to like purposely using social media to try to make things work it's kind of like I just falter off of that and like oh I'll do it because it's not as easy that's what it is it's not as easy it's like a lot of it's not you're not doing it for pleasure anymore or just that release i guess you're doing it for like an actual purpose and that's what makes it kind of like a job or like work or something because it's hard for them too see now it's a job like so now like really using social media to network and talk to people like it's a job not just me releasing my thoughts and opinions all on twitter like girl let me tell you about this time so it's just it's really turned it turns your fun like your fun safe place into a job and it's just kind of like feels overwhelming sometimes but the point he made too was that i mean honestly deep down nobody cares about what you like like you just need to get it done and at the same time it don't matter you have to try to make it enjoyable because it's not supposed to be a pain like it's something that you have to do but it shouldn't be like so unbearable that you can't do it because it's doable it definitely is doable it's just it's a process and it's just like I guess like how we was just talking about some people just lose interest in doing stuff like yeah I would like recording like anytime but like if it's like hey do something on social media like what how long when like I do that for real so it's like I lose the energy to do that and it's just like the energy placement is very important like it's the process, but he really just put things together. Like it really don't matter. Like if you don't like something, like it shouldn't be terrible. But at the same time, you gotta find ways to make it likable, make it enjoyable. But it's like overall, like if you know that's what you need to do to be- help your greater cause, you need to do that. Like you're really just holding yourself back by not doing it because you don't like something. You know, and I guess it sounds kind of like childish. Like I'm five years old, I don't like that, so I'm not doing it. Like that's not the point. The point is to get it done, move mm-hmm. on, and get it done to the best of your ability. So we can like, you know, we can move forward. But yeah, because whatever it is, is something that you can do. It's just doing it. That's my. That was my thing. Is we. I'm like, I'm very capable of doing some things, but I just really be holding myself back. Like I'm capable. I just sometimes I just like really get lazy and just stuck in my own little like bubble and just want to do exactly what makes me feel happy. And it's like life ain't just all about that. To so slide into our foolishness of the week. Some folks' futures ain't looking as bright as we thought, but it's true. Oh, Lord. It's y'all, Floyd Mayweather daughter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. This girl is facing 99 years. <laughs> 99. <laughs> so, um, TMZ, that was like nine decades. And I'm just like, y'all know folks don't know what a decade is. Child, 99 years. I don't even get the point of saying 99 instead of 100, but. You know the judicial system be all the way thrown off, so ain't it right? You know that sounds about like something. And when they say ninety nine, they really mean about five with um possibility of parole for another ten years. 
That's crazy. You can be on parole for like 10 years just because you like stabbed somebody's baby mama. Over NBA young boy. Ew. Ew. He be looking like he used his own furniture. Yeah, he be looking like he eat rocks. But what else? If that's what floats the girls about. That's just so weird to me though. It's like, how did you get, like not, how y'all get to this situation where you just feel like how you get invited over or how you come over no, on the you get invited the baby she, like, ooh, she popped up. She did a pop-up. If I got a pop-up on you, I don't want you. Like, if I got to do pop-ups to check on you, like, let me check on him real quick. Give me, Let me get in my Bugatti. Mm. Like, what? Like, that's just, that's just too much. Like, it just seemed like toxic energy driving that relationship and it's just like, that's what you want to do. You know? Like that's 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 what it's gonna be, and it's just like really, it just I don't know. I want to say like kids. After a while, you're not really included with your parents. You kind of separate yourself from your parents. Like that's your decision. That's what you do and stuff like that. But she still looked at as Floyd Mayweather's daughter. Like she ain't old. You know what I'm saying? She's like she's fresh out the house. So it's just crazy mm-hmm. that he doesn't have any type of impact or something to hit on his daughter to the point. That but he probably like, does. That's probably his impact right there. Stop. Honestly, <laughs> that's probably exactly that's probably his impact right there. Exactly how she turned out is exactly what his impact is on her. That's just so much to me. Like, how y'all? Because people really do not be um taking into account that, however he is, like that that helped her be how she is if that makes sense whatever kind of father he is that is what caused her to be the woman that she is or it helped like him having a lot of money and being successful in that part of his life like the financial parts of his life don't make him a good father that's true I guess, I mean, not I guess, but it does show that, like, money doesn't actually provide parent, like, parenting, you know? Mm-mm. And that that's been the criticism. And it could also include, it could push away from parenting because you got the money, so you like, well, she got everything she needs. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're providing, but providing isn't actually teaching people life lessons and how to move. Nope. You know? Like, T.I. daughter would have probably never did that. Like, come on now. I'm yeah. pretty sure she- Ti, I don't even see Ti. Hold on, Ti. He's like, not gonna stand for that. Like, he's not gonna stand for that. That's just too much. Like, what? The Ti is like, a public figure that you do see with his kids. You know, a good deal. He talks about his kids, mm-hmm. and he talks about his parenting. And they had a whole show, didn't they? Yeah. Well, not because girl, that's girl. the way to go, but you know, like, yeah. He be yeah, around he his kids and speak stuff. about his parents and skills and stuff like that a lot. Like even on the show, like I know it's like scripted and everything, but it's like even listening to Ti speak, you can tell that he actually has like a type of dominance and stuff, and as well mm-hmm. as a level of respect over his children, as well as I just guess everybody. Like when Ti speak, you listening like, all right, he probably about to speak some something that's golden. So let me focus, let me pay attention. So I'm pretty sure the effect that he has on people in the society would also be the similar effect that he has on people. Um, within the world, like Floyd Mayweather, 
like they call him money Mayweather because all he did was fun around his money and stuff. So I feel like maybe that did rub off on his daughter, like, oh, money is everything or whatever, because that's literally what he flaunts. Like, I got money, I got money, but it's like you want to keep up this image, but your image is just like nothing fatherly in a way. Not saying you got to like, oh, I got to look like a mother or father, a mother or a father in everything I do. But at the same time, like nothing about Floyd connects me to like, he got kids. Mm-mm. And he said he literally, um, ever since everything like NBA and y'all, y'all, they've been together like on Instagram, like just booed up on live, like since he got her out of jail. Yeah, and just been, in his house that he paid like, for, he said, Not her bitch ass daddy. Is what he <laughs> said out his mouth, and she sat there <laughs> and was messed up. So that's like, bro. That shows the level of respect you got for your parents. Exactly. Girl, like, that's her relationship with her dad right there. Like, she's letting this grown man talk about her dad right there in front of thousands of people. Thousands of people. Millions of people. Really, because it's on the internet forever. Yeah, it is on the internet forever. Millions. Because it was floating around for a minute. Like, even I didn't even know about it at first until I got on. I had seen people talking on Twitter. Like, she really let this man call her daddy a bitch. Yes! I'm like, who is they talking about? Because Twitter, you know, people just be saying stuff like, you know. So I'm like, who are they talking about? But I got on Snapchat and I see, like, look at this story, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? But, like, Reginae would have never, like, no. Reginae would have never let anybody call Lil Wayne anything. No. I <laughs> She would have never did that. I, I joined one of Reginae lives and somebody was like, it was, I think people was doing like little raps or something, singing or whatever. And she was like, what's your name? And he was like, I'm Wheezy. And she like, no, nah, you need to pick a new name. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, you ain't about to come on here on my live singing and stuff like that, telling me your name is Wheezy. You gonna need a new name. I'm like, dang, Regine. She went with it. At all. At all. She was not with it. So that was just, that's just a lot. That just shows a lot about people and they care for their parents. I know you shouldn't worry about what other people think and stuff like that, but at the same time, like, you really gonna let somebody call your daddy that on Instagram, on live, like, somebody you talk to? You think that's cool? It's disrespectful. Like, that was okay? Very disrespectful. You know what's gonna be real disrespectful? When these kids start hitting people's cars because they have to be Georgia. Can you believe it? I don't see the reason. Okay, like, I really, like, <laughs> I don't see the reason it's so money, like, Y'all want to get these little $30 from people to get their, I think it's $25, $25 from people to get their license right now to add money to Georgia's economy. But you're really making kids that don't even know how to drive get on the road, causing accidents. Everywhere you drive in Georgia, it's like 1,100 people died this year driving oh, Lord. they alive. Like, and how many parents just going to sign off because they don't feel like driving nowhere? I'm a, I mean, even me, I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to sign up on this paper, but we about to drive in this neighborhood today and tomorrow and the next day before they change this law because I ain't got time. Like, you might have your little papers, but we finna learn to drive for real mm-hmm. before you get out on the real road. It's a it mess. Is. Old people already don't want to be driving, some of them. So now we letting little kids drive. This is crazy. If you had a child, would you just sign off on them or you going to make sure they really We're going to have to try at least a few times. Because I know when my dad was trying to teach me how to drive, I did not like it. Like, I get frustrated quick. Yeah. So now it's like, you know what? I don't even know. Like, I'm seeing grown people that don't even know how to work a four-way stop mm-hmm. sign. Like, and I'd be like, 
go can you go please and then they looking at me like go girl and i'm looking at you like you're to the right of me can you please go see <laughs> girl they'd be like mm. so that's crazy i saw somebody um say that people got um people had contracted corona by being in a restaurant um somewhere like it was in the air vents because of the air conditioning circulates air and stuff it spreaded it from somebody at another table this? to other people in the restaurant Gross. Yeah, so that's why I don't really understand like how the opening is supposed to actually work out. Like we're still in the same room. I'm still breathing and we still possibly have the same surgery. But when she brought me a refill and she grabbed my cup after grabbing your cup, I mean everybody got it. The people in the back, everybody at the tables. So it's like how do we actually separate who really has it versus who might not get it? Twitter been going crazy. It was about um this guy that said basically he was crying to black women. Why? Um, basically because <laughs> he was like basically black women don't have any options. We always want to date up, but being that there are no men like him, and the reason that he feels like he's so great is technically because he just graduated. He graduated mm-hmm. law school. He has his JD currently, but I mean he's still waiting on his actual like license to practice law because he has to pass the bar. But he just feels like he's such a higher standard. He's at a higher standard now. And basically, he's like, you know, y'all black women can't get with me now because most of y'all ain't really qualified to be with me because now I'm a lawyer. And he feel like he really like a prize. And I was going to ask, like, do you feel like a man is a prize because he has a degree or like, like what's the standard? Because he just really was cutting up. And I mean, I feel like limit limitations are there for everybody once you start applying to one group or a race or something but did that just make you so much greater you know like people should feel like they're better than people because they went to college like you shouldn't feel like that like what does that have to do with your character true but do you feel like so many women go to war is looking for somebody with a degree well, I don't feel like the degree makes him a prize or him a woman him a prize if he's not like essentially a good person anyway or essentially a good man or a man that somebody would want anyway but I do feel like right having somebody a quality man is a prize and that's something that we don't talk about yeah but yes finding a man that has it together is rare versus finding a, a woman who has it together is kind of something that you see kind of every day. It's not special. It's great, but it's not special. It's not something that you aren't used to seeing or something that I'm I'm used to seeing it, so it's not really something that is out of the ordinary to me. I can see that. For example, my friend group, your friend group, like, I feel like we all got our little stuff together. And it's, I mean, of course, we all got different strengths. Versus how many men. So, I mean, I feel like really, count off my hand, 20 women that got together, that'll be a kick for anybody. Not even, like, all they went to school. Yeah, like, man, like, I'm probably, literally, I got to, like, think about them. Think about it. Off my head, I really can just name 20 women just, like, with no effort. Like, oh, Erica, Jody, you. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
it's easy. But when it comes to dude, I'm like, I right, Tristan. Look, I um yeah um and then I start thinking. I'm like, all right, oh my friends in the military, you know. So it's like, what? Like I have to find them. And at the same time, it's like some people say, oh, it's the people you deal with, and I just really hate when people say stuff like that. You don't know who you come across, or it's like, oh, the people you attract and stuff like that. I just don't find quality people as far as, like, quality men. I just feel like they just really scarce out here. Or once the purposes come in, like, I don't want nobody that got, like, five kids so that automatically discount them, stuff like that. So it's exactly. a process. Like, I really feel like, like you said, I feel like it's effortlessly. You could find, like, five women, and that's why men be talking to several women. They all got jobs. They, they could find five stuff. girls to talk to that got their life together. And half Not them even, like, oh, they probably won't food, have kids. <laughs> half of them probably won't have kids. Why y'all don't have a car? Why you don't feel the need to have a car? <laughs> Do you stay in a condo like in Midtown and you walk to Publix? I'm not out here like, oh, I'm trying to walk and get groceries when I need something. Because what if it's raining? I get you could take Uber, but once again, if it's raining, like, who wants to wait on their Uber to put their stuff in the car to drive home? You know, it's just... Yeah, just having a car to me just really seems like a necessity. Even if you don't use it during the week to go to work, that's understood. I feel like if I start talking to you, you should have a car in a garage and be like, yeah, it's in a garage, I don't use it in the week or something like that. Especially living here. like we, Everybody in the car. Like, what's, what's your reason not to have a car? I understand. Like, certain things are How could people not have a car? Really, it's a Twitter post. If you were having car trouble, who would be the first person to right. call? Because this guy on Twitter, family, is saying that his sister called him because she was having car trouble and i guess he felt like she was supposed to have other males on speed dial for things like this so he told her that she should delete all the men in her phone because he had to come help her with her car troubles see that's weird that almost sounds like kind of possessive in a way kind of controlling it sounds kind of awkward. It kind of off coming from a brother. Because mm-hmm. it's kind of like, I mean, who else should you have exactly. on call to help you in a time of need like that? If you're not in a relationship, that ain't that shouldn't be the case, in my opinion. Like, I would call family. If you're seriously dating, right. like, why should you depend on them to help you? Just mm-hmm. a man. That's those gender stereotypes and stuff that come about. Cause just cause you with somebody, well not with somebody, just cause I mean I guess just cause you dating somebody like y'all not that deep, like it ain't that deep for you to sit here and just stop what you're doing and like come save me. And it like a lot in the um, a lot of people will say like, oh that shows the type of people you deal with, but it's just me becoming very dependent on somebody that I'm not even really locked in with yet isn't the way I move. I feel like that's how you end up getting your feelings hurt, not just your feelings, but. I mean, you get your feelings and your expectations ruined no. because it's like, oh, yeah, we're talking. I think he should start what he's doing, reasonable. come over here, figure out what's wrong with my car. Like, no. Like, you got to be able to handle things on your own and figure it out. I feel the same way because I would definitely call a family member if I had family close by. So that's just because really, really like, strange. That's what family's for. <laughs> Like, if I'm somewhere where I don't really have family right. members, that's when I would call a friend to help with something like that. But And I feel like, who else would it be? Because, I mean, at the same time, it's like, when you dating, how much of your own responsibility shift to somebody? Like, if I've been in a relationship with a dude for, like, six months, so it'll be like six, six months, months or something. Like, how much of my lifeline or whatever should shift to him that's fair? I don't know. Like, if we live together, then it's a problem. And you not actually caring. But I just feel like if we just dating, 
we ain't really locked in like yeah. that. Like, I'm pretty sure it's somebody that's probably related to me that I can call before yeah. them that will come through. Like, people just can't stop what they doing to come and rescue her. Like, you're her brother. Right. Maybe he could fix her sink, but can't fix her car. Because I ain't calling nobody to waste my time. Right. <laughs> I'm Wait. definitely not calling somebody to waste my time. Like, hey, my battery just died. Like, at least he know I don't know about no car. You know what? Bye. I'm not. <laughs> Look, I'm not. I don't get it. It's just, I don't know. I guess that's why some people choose to be single, too. Because a lot of guys, like, you know, it's too many responsibilities and stuff that comes with a relationship. Because you got to think about them from a caring perspective. Like, you got to care about them. You got to care about their existence. Worrying about what's going on. Like, if her car messed up, I got to do this, I got to do that. But at the same time, it's like, women yep. should also be more accountable of their own situations to either have somebody on call or buy triple A for, like, $10 a month just to fix your battery mess up. Like, I got roadside assistance on my car, so, uh, with all my insurance. And I feel like a lot of insurance is... <laughs> I have roadside assistance, so if anything get crazy, I am calling those people real quick and see what they can do for me. Like, hey, I got this. I'm going to call a friend or call somebody like, hey, I'm on the side of the road. My battery just went out, I think. Because I'm probably not getting out of my car at all anyway. First of all, I don't want to look helpless. Like, I'm going to just sit in my car and be confused until somebody get there to help me. Because I'm not trying to get out of the car and just be outside looking like, yep, woman under her hood. Dark, ten o'clock at I'm night. So like no, I'm just like, like I want to be a victim or something. I'm gonna just sit in my car and wait for Triple A or whoever to get there. Like all right. So, do you think you could be with somebody though? But and uh, I feel like you are able to help me, and I'm able to help you, kind of way. But who knows what those ways are? Like it could be something academic. It could be who knows. But that doesn't make you less valuable. You just right. Like you like to build my website, but you can't change my. Well, I can't build a website or change cool. time, so you know what is. How you feeling about like? <laughs> I almost said like Cardi coronavirus. She really <laughs> Trump really just I don't know Trump really been like I don't want to say shitting on everybody lately, but he has been trying to see like where I live, like how many cases there are that they've reported, how many deaths there are, things like that. Just trying to keep track of that uh, seeing how close to home it is and if it mm-hmm. don't seem like it's really closing in on me like, right. I ain't gonna be out here looking for that's it, a good point too <laughs> at the same time I'm not gonna be fearful that's true yeah cause it's really like deep down it's like only so much you really can do because Girl, food don't last that long. I ain't really even thinking about that. Like, let me find a good program in the area that they don't really even got that many cases. That's a good one. Like, that's a good way to do it. But I ain't got my stimulus payment. So, I don't. I ain't really getting the benefit of this. I don't know what I'm going to do with my stimulus payment. <laughs> I don't know why, how they, they choose who gets theirs when and what the. I don't know anything. None of it makes sense to me. I'm just like, where my payment at? I try to look it up on the portal. And it was just like, we can't determine it this time. I'm like, you know what? Y'all don't want me to have nothing. I think my, I mean, I used the account last year um, for mine, but I'm like, at the same time, mine literally could have went to like a paper account or something. But a paper check, I mean. A paper check. Who knows? Like, I just feel like they did. Because I used an account, but I read that they said a lot of people's checks went to temporary accounts by their tax preparer. 
And all of those is going to actually be made out to be a paper check, like you had mentioned. So, yeah, they they said it might be a minute. But I don't know why mine wouldn't go to my bank account, but that's just really weird to me. Like, I just don't know. I was using mine to buy a flight, some flights. But, like, at this time, like, the way the world looking like a mess, I'm going to use it to probably just pay bills. <laughs> like, I'm not flying. I was actually no watching some video. So. This guy, he yeah. flew to California. And there was nobody on the plane but him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the devil? There was nobody on the plane but him. That's crazy. That's crazy. I wonder what, what stuff he open said he were outside, like, you know, jogging, I walking know. They dogs. Like, he went to go see somebody, like, to visit someone. So, he didn't really um, do anything, I guess. But he was on the plane. He took a video of the plane. There was right. nobody on there but him. Airline companies are losing millions of dollars a day. But does that even help? If people buy tickets, does it even help? Like, that's a lot of stuff to do. Like, I just don't got nowhere to really go right now. Like, I know stuff is closed, so I don't feel pressed to go nowhere. Like, I would like to go somewhere. Like, tickets cheap. But if I get to California and I can't even go in a restaurant, that's not, that's not my point of going. You kill the environment to fly to California by yourself. To go see friends in California, which got a lot of cases from what I had heard. I would have spent a lot of money though, because I would have been somewhere by now, man. You save money. But it's it's saving money. Saving money for sure. It's just sad though, because a lot of folks haven't gotten their stimulus checks and stuff like that. And it's like the money is like really late by now. Like people needed their money in March, in April. And now it is May. And some people really won't get their checks. That's true. Until July. But people were really counting on it. So like to make up payments That's and crazy. rent is due now, rent and mortgage. Like rent, rent been due. Rent was due in March, April, and now it's doing May. Did you see that sexual harassment no. claims have increased? Um, it said like a lot of landlords are asking for sex to pay for rent. That is freaking ridiculous. I saw that. I was like, what in the world? It was like sexual harassment claims, um, from tenants have increased over the past month. I read that like a few weeks ago. So I guess it was like for March and literally like coronavirus and the economy just took a turn in like literally March. So you really got landlords finding out that people like almost three weeks late on rent and now they like, let's have sex. So they're not even months late. They're just like a month late, maybe, or getting behind. And y'all like, hey, let's trade your body. That's terrible. But yeah. I guess with all the safety and stuff, though, like, I mean, do you feel like it's safe enough for you to go somewhere with, like, the state of the health? Like, I want to say yes. Because, I mean, if I'm flying somewhere and there's nobody on the plane, how, you know, how unsafe can it really be? But at the same time, I don't want to get stuck right. somewhere else. I see that, like. In case things get really bad, like, what if I do go somewhere and I get stuck there and I can't go back home? <laughs> Look, um, y'all just gotta wait it out. That's crazy. Imagine really being in an airport. Like, you haven't went to work in weeks. You went on a trip outside the country. Um, so now you're really just living in another country right now. Cause you're probably at a hotel or a hostel or something by now. But you're still like just lost in limbo, waiting on planes to actually go from those countries to the United States. And the United States is a mess right now, uh, regarding yeah. like everything according to like the news and stuff. You know. So it's like most countries not really finna open up no flights to the U.S. Like, don't nobody want to have their people, like, subjugated to being 
near Americans right now. Like America not looking good. I feel like there's a lot of disparities in our like health system that make me feel unsafe though, because I just feel like if I were to have to get hospitalized and they're low on ventilators, I don't think I'm gonna get one because I'm. Oh my god! Ooh. So I know that like I don't trust you. Discrimination. I haven't seen a lot. And it scares me talking about African American people either contracting coronavirus or dying from coronavirus at alarming rates. But do you think that that's because black people have more respiratory issues? Or... And I feel like it could be that because um, it's a lot of... I was reading something, I was just saying like a lot of black people, they really just mm-hmm. don't... Like it's a lot of preventative care. So it just automatically adds to the fact that you're more capable of getting it but like i know several people that have told me like oh growing up like no he don't need to run too hard he has asthma and stuff like that and i've been around like i mean my high school is like majority white so i grew up around like a lot of white people but i've just never had any of my classmates and i say white people because literally like where i'm like we white and black like that's it is nobody else we had like a few mexican people and like that's it but it's white and black. It's not any other demographics, anything. So, yeah. Maybe, like, it is, like, based on, like, respiratory But that issues. is true, because I, I do know a none lot of my classmates have asthma. Now that you say something about it, and I'm trying to think, do I know any white people with asthma? But I could name black people that I know with asthma. Like, I know way more black people with asthma See? than white people. Right, and it's just weird, because it's just like, why? It's just probably just stems from like that deep history of like you know the medical system and blacks not like the increase in asthma but just overall like a lot of health like a lot of healthcare issues and stuff seem like it's just targeted to more towards blacks than any other groups at times like sometimes it just seems like only black people have this or that and it's just like is it being documented correctly is it based on like the area and stuff like that because it's just like What's making this be the case for these cases? But honestly, I think it so, starts very weird. At, um, during pregnancy because a lot of black women don't have the care that they need during their pregnancies. I read that. I even had, I know somebody that's like, I was like, what, what's the sex of your baby? She was like three months pregnant. Well, not three months. She was like four months. And I what? was like, what's the gender? She was like, I don't know. I haven't been to the doctor yet. And I'm like, why haven't you been to the doctor? She's like, well, I've had a child before, so I just haven't went yet. And I'm like, what? She's like, I've been taking prenatal vitamins, but that's usually what they tell you. And I'm just like, yeah, that don't really make sense to me. Because, I mean, me, myself, I would have been in there, like, pregnant, going to the doctor tomorrow. And they were like, Lisa, you don't even need to come yet. I'm like, all right, I'll be back then. <laughs> but I'm pregnant. Like, I need medical attention now. Like, you're just pregnant. It's no big deal. But maybe she felt lax about it because she's had a child before. And maybe that's, like, an idea that some people feel. But then I know that a lot of people say they feel like a lot of anxiety because a lot of black women aren't treated well during their pregnancy and stuff, too. But I don't understand. Like, I don't want to just, I'm not trying to finger point, but if y'all don't feel so safe about having a child, why do you continue having mm-hmm. children in hospitals instead of they getting, like, doulas and having at-home births? Like, what? Like, none of, like what's safe then? Because if I get to the point where I just feel like I'm very, I'm not, it's not safe to have a child, I'm probably not having a child. Really? I want an at-home Ooh, order. Oh, goodness gracious. It yeah. does, but it really it does. It sounds scary, but all of it sounds scary. Sounds scary, so 
That don't sound more scary than being in the hospital. It all but sounds scary. Hospital? You in that ugly behind gown? Like the gown just make it seem like you already dying. And like the gown is ugly. And then the baby blanket, been the baby, same baby blanket for the last 30 years. Like, honestly, if my child, I'm going to just need one of those because my child got to get wrapped in that original baby blanket. If it's not that one, it's baby one born. Um, It's just, it's just too much. Like, I don't know. And then I was reading, I've read a lot of stuff on birth because it just kind of creeps me out. Um, You're not supposed to have a baby. Like, how they have you laying on the bed, that's not even, that don't make sense. You're supposed to actually stand up and have your baby because the gravity helps you push the baby out. Because if you're standing up, you know, all of the forces is pulling down. So it's supposed to be easier. And I watch some doctors and they say they don't mind if a woman decides to have her baby while standing up. But I've also seen like women not stand up having a child. And some doctors are like, no, that's not the practice that I have. You know, you might need to find another doctor. Like what? So doctors try to tell you the way to have your baby. Even though they know it's either way works, but I guess more doctors are very comfortable with the way they do it. Yeah. You know? So it just sounds like a lot. Because I would not want to have a home birth for the sake of if something crazy happens, I would want the medical team, like, I help. But also, like, it just seems like a lot of mistreatment has taken place when it comes to women. Like, even when I went to the hospital and my foot was messed up, like, a lot of stuff was going on. Because your like, foot I couldn't was messed breathe. up? Yeah, so first I couldn't breathe, right? And I couldn't walk. So I thought I had a blood clot in my leg. And that's what the doctor thought, too. But my foot ended up just not working. My foot weren't working for, like, mm. a minute. Like, I couldn't walk for, like, a week. And this was like a few years ago. But the doctor actually put that yeah. I came in because I had pain in my foot. After the whole time, I actually came in because I couldn't walk at all. Like, I had to be carried in the hospital. Couldn't walk at all. Had to use crutches on the way out and all that. But he still put, I had came in for pain in foot. And I'm just like, what? Like, why do you think I came in for that? But they say the downplay the ER. are pain. Yeah, he thought I was joking. He really was like, so what's wrong? And I'm like... I can't walk. I was able to walk two hours ago, and now I can't. I was like, I had to drag myself out of the house. Luckily, my roommate boyfriend carried me to the car with my friend, and she brought me to the hospital, but I can't walk, yeah, sir. They so he really downplayed my whole disability. And he gave me crutches. And you, how you know how to use crutches? Like, I was, I'm still blowed about it when I think about it. Like, you just literally give me crutches without giving me instructions on how to use crutches. <laughs> it took me, I was literally almost off the crutches before I knew how to walk on them. <laughs> like it was already done like I was like yep this is cool so I was like it was a mess so he really just downplayed everything literally like well pain in foot after thinking I possibly had a blood clot which actually came from the fact that I thought I was breathing weird all that like but he ended up saying oh pain in foot that's all like what you didn't want to give me any medicines he really just thought I was good he was like you probably could take some ibuprofen I'm like ibuprofen's not helping me because yeah. I took ibuprofen when I first felt like my foot was hurting just to try to help it. And I had to go to like another doctor and stuff. Actually, the other doctor helped me. They was like, you know, obviously something wrong. We're going to give you some drugs. <laughs> and that's when I first had Percocet. Little future. Yep. So, yeah. And that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so it's just, it's just a lot. Like, that's just scary, though, you know? Like, y'all won't even take me serious when I walk in. I can't even walk in the hospital. Y'all won't even take me serious when I'm carried into the hospital and have to get put into a wheelchair and can't walk. So I don't need you thinking I'm exaggerating my labor pains and my baby dying inside of me. So, so I don't know. So if be there look, all I can say is actually be, be a vaccine, everybody. would you take it? It doesn't sound like you would. 
Being that, yeah, you know, I'm here. I go being a typical black person. I assume, given the experiences that I had with the medical system, I would not. Mm-mm. I think I, the only reason I would take it is if I have to for work. But I think they really couldn't force me. They to probably take can't. It, they so. probably just if everybody does take it and can't get it, I'm good. But that's Imagine what that's what they would do the time to make you take on. it. They'd be like, okay, well, if you don't want to take it, then you're gonna have to wear a mask at all times because everybody who is taking it is technically safe and you're not safe. Blah, 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 blah. I'll be trying to argue that. Like, so how am I unsafe? Because y'all can't get it if I got it. Y'all got y'all vaccine, right? But you could leave it on the table. That's discrimination. You can spread it to the Making me wear a mask. (laughs) I can spread it to the kids. See, maybe y'all should vaccinate them kids. I'm like, see, that's a mess. I really wouldn't even know what to do because I feel like I would be at a point of just like, okay, gotta take it. Because, you know, everybody gonna think I need my job. I gotta do what they want me to do. Because even some jobs make you take the flu shot. And a lot of people are against it. But at the same time, people take it because, you know, it's with their job. Like, it's with work. I would take the vaccine in a few years. I'm not trying to take it tomorrow or next year. I would be, I still never had a flu shot. shot was last year. I've wiggled my way around that for years. No, well, I didn't get sick feel, or anything. Did you feel Nothing different? Happened. Yes, I love orange juice. You probably mm-hmm. drink all that orange juice. That vitamin C. <laughs> See, that just scares me. Vitamin C. Hey, <laughs> hey. Next vitamin to that, not really the vitamin. <laughs> quarantine. People have really been having quarantine. You fun, really been having quarantine. That's sweet. Crazy. I really been chilling. I've been terrified. <laughs> I don't really want to be around nobody anyway, though. This is really my scapegoat. I ain't even gonna lie. Some folks are like, when you gonna come back to Atlanta? I want to hang with you, and I'm like, you want to hang with me? I don't want to hang with you. I'm not crazy. So it's kind of strange, like hearing people like want to hang with me, and I'm like, not my problem. Given that people kind of dying, I'm kind of, I'm kind of cool on seeing you. You not in my top five, so yeah. So that's like, I'm gonna see who I want to see though when I get the chance. But I ain't that pressed right now. I don't even know. Would you take the vaccine? That's the crazy part. I probably look and see how other people felt after they took it. You know, ask around. How was it for you? Here you go. I'm gonna need a good six yeah, probably, of other people taking it. How your kidneys feel? Do you still can you drink alcohol still? Somebody I know, no, right? I can't just go on YouTube like after results. Like you could have been paid. I would, it, you right. It has to be somebody I know. Like, can you smoke Aggie. hookah still? Or your lungs be burning when you smoke hookah? I'm really, I really be worrying about, like, I mean, of course, like health things, but like, do your kidneys and liver and stuff still function well after drinking alcohol? Because I don't want nothing wrong with your heartbeat too fast after running. What's going on with your organs? And, yeah. I wouldn't want to be the person that not the whole killed society. the whole society, though, by not taking it, but. <laughs> it's just too early for me. It's kind of like, uh, can we gauge it, see what's going on, and then move from there? But, yeah. But, um, I guess for like our mental health aspect, I wanted some like bells and whistles, but boom, 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 boom. during this time, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you are silly. Um, so everybody, like during this time, checking with your friends, family, cousins. 
even like younger people that are in your lives, um, something that a lot of people haven't been talking about, there there have been mm. a lot of suicides that have been taking place in the past few months. And it hasn't really gotten like a lot of attention because of course, you know, coronavirus is gonna like outweigh these um suicides. And um just make sure you checking in on people because it was like a case of a middle school girl, um, as well as a few more, and it's like parents don't always have that connection with their children that they should have or could have. And it's not like parents, it's always their fault. But, you know, in the growing ages, um, parents don't really relate to their kids as kids would think. So, um, but you just never know the impact that you could have in the life of those around you. Cause I know it's some little people that be talking to me and stuff and a check in and be like, Lisa, what you been doing? And I'm just like, man, you're 15. I'm good though you know, stuff like that, and, but at the same time, it's like, they probably will reach out to me about how they feel before they told their parents, so um, I feel like that's just something to make sure you check in on people, and uh-huh. it's going to say, like, anxiety and depression is real, and many people may not even know they're dealing with it, because, like, this is very stressful, given all the sudden changes, and I like, us losing our routines, so it's just really important just to, like, think about, like, how you feel, too, like, it's important to think about how you feel. Take care of it's probably first. affecting you in ways that you wouldn't even know. But yeah, take the care real. of you first before you go out here playing Dr. Phil. Because we only can do so much. Because this is a time that everybody really is just confused and just going with the flow and winging it. But make sure you just check on yourself and then, you know, reach out to people around you that you feel like could help. Because just never know what's going on. Like the middle school girl, she was like a basketball not basketball she played baseball she was travel ball mm. all of that her mom found her in the room like what so all of that is traumatizing very traumatizing but um i feel like the suicides probably also relate to like people having too much time on social media like people probably like yeah. going in on folks and bullying and them. i feel like there's a so. different part of social media that we don't see as grown people but, yeah. So we don't really see whatever it is that teenagers right. go through, or you know, like everybody has like a different social media. Mm-hmm. Like what what you see is different than what the person right. beside you. That's sees. true. Right, girl. Like even your own Instagram versus mine, because like I don't scroll through your page before. Girl. I was just like, because yeah, I don't she following. I don't have the but kind it, of issues that you know, a lot of people have because I deleted a lot of that from my feeds. Like, I don't see a whole bunch of stuff I don't want to see on Ooh. purpose. Mm-hmm. That's a cleanse. That's a good cleanse. People keep doing social media fast it's and not. stuff, but that's, I don't think that's honestly the answer. You need to do a social media cleanse where you cut out stuff you don't need to see because you're going to stay away for 30 days. And then come back and still see the same yeah. stuff that had you triggered or whatever. Like, you don't need it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think people don't realize that their feed represents them. And it represents what they like. Like, you really are in control of your feed. So, if it's something that you don't like, something that bothers you, something that just makes your you feed, feel like it's overwhelmed. what's feeding your mind. You know, mm-hmm. make sure you take care of it. And you are in control Ooh. of what is on your feed, what is going into your mind space if that's not what you want there right quickly exactly and mm. um, (laughs) quickly expeditiously 
Let me stop. But for real, oh, one more thing to add. Do not Girl. feel pressured to start a business during quarantine and all of the stuff that's going on because, I mean, a lot of people have said, I mean, Nisha talked about this. A lot of people say during this time you should be doing, fill in the blank. But a lot of people's schedule still the same or even more hectic being that they're at home being parents as well as teachers and still working their day jobs at home or either going at work coming home and still having to help their kids with homework and trying to figure out that situation with their family. So everybody's not sitting around with free time that most people are just portraying. Like celebrities probably at home with free time a little bit. If if so, maybe not. I don't know. But a lot of like celebrities are saying like you should use your time to be doing this and that. But a celebrity life and normal regular life for the average person that works at a nine to five is very different. So it's honestly they can't speak on your life just like we can't speak on their life because we don't know their life schedule and they don't really know ours like if i had a babysitter and i had a child or i had a nanny imagine a nanny Mm -hmm. i could do a lot of stuff if i had kids but like most ordinary people aren't walking around here with two nannies for their two kids so just basically just be realistic about what you can do and the things that you want to have the goals that you want to set for yourself aside from social media, aside from what a celebrity says you could do, or just another person. Everybody's life is different. Be your own goals. Send us your questions and follow us on social media at Groovy Black Millennial, Groovy Black Millennial Podcast, at Nisha Trelwick, and at Nisa Danae. Till next time, peace and chicken grease. (laughs) Never gets old. (laughs) Bye.